sunset and evening star and one clear call for me. And may there be no moaning of the bar when I put out to sea. Twilight and evening bell and after that the dark. And may there be no sadness of farewell when I embark. From Alfred Lord Tennyson, 1809 to 1892. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for October 7th to 14th, 2016. The first quarter of the hunter's moon. Here are some natural events for this quarter moon. The leaves are turning now, as they always do in October. Autumn is a season like no other, but then so is every season here. Each has its own colors, its sights, and even smells. When you live in a land of such clear and distinct seasons, You might wonder how people in warmer climes can stand it. The same colors, same sights, the same smells, day in, day out. The world never turning orange all at once, or white, or green. The temperature in the same moderate rains year-round. The sun always high in the sky, never hiding. No natural, primal ceremonies of death in the fall and rebirth in the spring, marked by all creatures alike. Here's a field and forest report. As the sun sinks lower in the sky and the first few frosts come, living things undergo some big changes. Many creatures simply leave for warmer climes, our migrating birds, our whales and seals, and even some of our neighbors begin heading south for the coming season. Other creatures fill themselves with food and burrow deep into dirt and duff to stay warm and dream for a while. These preparations most creatures carry out without thought, without lists, without money, without worry. They simply do what their kind has always done at this season. Theirs is an enviable freedom. Here's a saltwater report. It was one year ago, the 1st of October, that the freighter El Faro went down in a hurricane near the Bahamas with all hands. We had an observance of the event here on Moose Island because there are a number of people here who had friends aboard and are still grieving. We started at the Seamen's Church with readings and remarks and some singing and a reading of the roll call of lost sailors. Then we walked down the street behind a bagpiper to the fisherman's wharf. People were very respectful, putting down fishing gear, taking off their hats and standing with us while a garland of flowers and autumn leaves was taken out on the pilot boat and flung into the bay in memory of those lost. Here's a rank opinion. How do we honor the El Faro crew and all the others from Maine and worldwide who've been lost at sea, merchant mariners, navy sailors and officers, fishermen, explorers and adventurers. One way is to remember them and speak their names from time to time, but there is more we can do, tomorrow and the day after and the day after that. 
we can honor their final resting place. The oceans and the wide seas they loved, the great common source, the fountain of all life on earth that belongs to no nation or people, but only to the Creator for the benefit of all nations, all people, and all life. We can work to prevent the over-harvesting of the living bounty of the sea, which is not infinite. We can work to end the use of the oceans as dumping grounds for the world's waste. We can work for laws to be observed by all nations, to end polluting, piracy, and virtual slavery on the high seas. We can honor our lost mariners best by honoring the great sea where they rest. Tomorrow, the day after, and the day after that. And finally, a seed pod for you to carry around with you from John Maysfield. I must go down to the sea again, to the lonely sea in the sky. And all I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer her by. And the wheels kick and the winds song and the white sails shaking and a gray mist on the sea's face and a gray dawn breaking. the almanac for this quarter moon but don't take it from me go out and see for yourself <laughs>